Avoiding or trying to hide behind doing everything I can to avoid me. Even the seeking has been avoidance. But it brought me right back to me. Welcome home. I could see that in the chant. Which kind of changed all my questions. <laughs> oh, I just had to get that out. So anyway, <laughs> um, that's just been bringing a lot of realizations. Uh, but um, so there's this meeting of. I don't know, all morning there's just been this love, but that's a label. It's just been this softening. A meeting is the only thing that I can describe it as. So it just feels really soothing and like I didn't need to put much makeup on. <laughs> it's like acceptance of everything that I am. Um, but um and the stickiness that the only thing that I can find is, is um, what's keeping me here is I've done a lot of um, ego analysis to see what motivates the ego, and everything does. Every single thing I've done has been a motivation. So there's been like a um, no man's land sort of, where everything I do is a mo comes from motivation, so I've just been not having any motivation to do anything. Um, I'm an artist and a graphic designer, so a lot of that motivation was to be special. And, and so 
that's sort of, it's just where it is. It's not like I'm trying not to be. Uh, it's just, I'm just kind of doing nothing. <laughs> so there's a lot happening, but nothing happening. Um, which brought me to the, so I could see the energy going out all the time. And it began to settle in, so I can tell the difference between when it goes out and when it's in. And so that brought me to the the inner, you know, mm. to where it's an energetic feeling. It just kind of, like, the mind guides it to the edge, and then there's this click or a feeling, and then it's just there, and then that's when the, the head starts to get um, squeezed. And then I feel like I'm going to get to the edge and then black out. Um, so it was the scariest um, drive here where I thought that if I didn't distract myself, I would get in an accident. Um, and then when I got to the hotel, I said, all right, if you're going to die or whatever, just get it over with. So I sat with it and I didn't black out. Um, but I could tell it was the same feeling. It was the same exact thing that I was going through. It wasn't something different. Um, so, kind of, I'm kind of jumping around to different things. That's okay. Um, kind of where I am right now. But so the stickiness, I can. The only thing I can feel is I'm. A, I'm. I don't want the form to die. I'm, that's the last thing I'm hanging on to. I'm. I'm really trying to. Not age. <laughs> That's inevitable. I know. <laughs> if you're not aging, you're dead. There are options. Try to avoid it. So it's the only thing I can find. So when I sit there and say, "Well, where? Well, what am I going to do? You know, what? Where is the body going to go?" There's this desire to go work out to mm. keep looking healthy as long as I can. Um, Why? Why is looking healthy important? I don't know. It's looking healthy? Yes. Mm. It's the form. How it looks. Yes, because that's been my identity the whole my whole mm. life, is how I look, not who I am. And so that's, you know, like I'm not funny, I'm not knowledgeable, you know. I'm, the only thing I had was an artist, and that's kind of gone. So the only thing left is to keep in shape, and why? To find a partner, but that's not what I want, because I don't want all that crap again. <laughs> crap that goes with it. So I'm battling with that a lot. So when I go to the gym, then I'm, you know, I can see go out there. I go out there, and then I. So it's like good experiment to come in and drop the preferences. And um, so that's just something I'm playing with. So that's the only thing that I feel is a desire, is to go and keep keep what I have left. <laughs> <laughs> and then it also feels like when I go to that the, that nothingness or the edge or whatever, where there's no no thought, I feel like I'm being rude to people. Um, that I talk, I feel like I need to go and meet them. So I feel like when I go in, it's a rudeness. And then I also feel the hardest, another stickiness is around people. 
because I feel like I need to, the, there's a grasping of an identity is always rebuilding itself mm. around every situation, even in the car. I find that it tries to build an identity if there's some story that, of a car going by of some sort. But mostly it's around people where there's this protect myself or who's that, who am I? And so that's something I'm playing with is trying to drop down around people too. So is exposure of Michelle within, is, is that kind of scary? or I think so. Because I, she doesn't believe that she's good enough. So she's um, very shy and doesn't want to say anything around people unless she knows them really well that they'll accept her totally, non judgment. And so the people that potentially are your judges, um, can you see you've given authority? Just some place mm -hmm. to people that actually have no use for it. Yes. It's all me. I mean, it's nothing. I don't have any clue what they're thinking. I know it's all no. stories I'm and, making. And people change their opinions all the time, and they, 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 they're free to think whatever they think and mm -hmm. make any judgments they have. That's the beauty of it. Everybody has their own mm -hmm. opinion about things. It's inevitable. And it's almost like I can't control it. It's uh, yeah, like I'll can't. be observing it, and mm -hmm. it'll just be quick. You know, rebuilding, rebuilding. Yeah. So it's a real slow process to to pull in. And yes, and you know, when there's when there's a loop like that that we we feel we can't control, what you can manage is the juice that you get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can see it as a, as a loop and just like, whoa, there I go again, planning what I'm going to say here, and it's mm -hmm. like, okay, to hell with it, you know, or did I say the right thing? So the second one is, is getting juice out. Ah, I make them laugh. Okay, mm -hmm. I do look. Now, now you're getting juice. Now you're getting fed. Right. The loop itself is okay. Getting fed by it, getting mm -hmm. juice, getting a charge out of it, that's when it's sticky. Mm -hmm. And I purposely got, have gone through where I avoid anything that is a hit to the ego. Even posting something on Facebook for a means of attention. Right. I won't do it. So you're checking your motivation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know... Sometimes the, the natural movement to do something can be the very same as if it's motivated by ego. Sometimes it can. What happens is when, okay, you know the times when it completely is motivated by mind. Mind has its own agenda. There's nothing from any deeper part of us except the ego motivating an action. All right, so the ego is taking an action and it's doing something for its own ends. There's that. And then there's this area of where an action can be the very same if it's coming from the deepest part or if it's coming from the ego. What happens there is the motivation is coming from the deeper part and the mind jumps on top of it to cooperate, to function, but the ego likes it. And so we imagine that it came from the ego. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, I can gain something out of this, but actually it's the very same thing as what happened, but we're distracted by the ego. And so, whoa, so we go along that thought mm -hmm. to see what the ego can get out of it. But actually, it came from a very clear, honest place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't motivated by mind. Do you know, have you spotted when that happens? Or, or as soon as there's like the ego on top of something, do you, have you been thinking that it must have originated in the ego? Sometimes I wonder what came first. Okay. Okay. 
And it's like where it started. Mm -hmm. It's like where did it arise from? What's the core motivation here? Mm -hmm. And it's like a deeper listening shows it to us. And we need to kind of slow down to like, okay, I can post this on Facebook. Yeah, the mind is, you know, it's going to get juice out of it if I let it. But is this a natural flow? If I pull the ego out of the way, am I just going to say blanket no? Or is this going to happen anyway? Mm -hmm. So there's a kind of a slowing down. Is this going to happen anyway? Now that we've managed the ego, I'm onto it. It's to the side. Let's start again. Is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. Because the feeling I'm getting is that is that some natural, the natural movement of the Michelle character that is without the ego is being stopped also. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why she has no space, why she's not expressed or allowed to express. You see? And Harmony feels that I don't have any control anyway. It's just the mind that's saying whatever. Yes. Labeling it, whether it's the ego or whether I'm supposed to do it. There's confusion there. Yes. Yes. So she's afraid if she just sits on the couch, she won't go work out. (laughs) Yes. Um, So there's that fear of... Yes. Mm -hmm. So then... The ego story of like, oh my God, I get fat, right? Or I lose what I have, or whatever it is. Yeah. That 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 is the potent story, consequence of not working out mm-hmm. that your mind is believing. <clears throat> that story is so strong that it's in charge. That belief system, it's in charge mm-hmm. because you know your motivation for that. Mm-hmm. It's coming from there. There's one thing to do. It's call it bluff. Don't go work out. Well. <laughs> You can either not go work out or you can say, all right, you know, let's imagine that I'm, you know, 40 pounds heavier. Would that actually be all right? Mm-hmm. Just go there and like, actually, I'm okay with the consequences. Right. And then working out can happen because it's healthy, right. because you enjoy it. Right. But right now, you got to weed off. It's, mm-hmm. it, usually doesn't, it usually doesn't work if we stop something completely. Sometimes it does, but usually it's like, hold on, the consequences that I'm afraid of I'm going to sit with those. I'm going to see if I can genuinely in my gut be okay. Mm-hmm. Will there be acceptance if the awful consequences that my mind has created, if they happen? They probably won't happen anyway, you know? But, but mm-hmm. we, we don't need to go there, you know? It might be in your constitution never to get heavy, actually. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, right. for example. So, you, you have no way of knowing except to go in because it's a mind thing. So let's let's solve it with the mind, huh? And it's all about not accepting who I am. Yes. Which may have all changed. Yes. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> don't feel as heavy. Yes. All of these don't feel as heavy. Yes. And I think it even, um, I don't know if the compression in the head was a blockage from that too because that seems to have opened up a little bit. They're definitely connected. There's no doubt about it. The suppression of the Michelle character is enabled by um, by the the mechanism that's stopping the mind from dying. It's like it can't die because actually Michelle isn't there. The character isn't there to continue the external functioning in the world. She, she doesn't have enough airspace. You see? Do you see? Say it again. So, okay. When the ego dies... Well, the character is still there. There's just no attachment to it. And you know you're not the character, but it's an exquisite, beautiful functioning of pure consciousness. Mm -hmm. It's part of the expression of what you are. Okay? 
So because that Michelle character has been a bit suppressed and what she genuinely prefers as a person with no agenda at all about it gaining any cred anywhere on any level, what she likes herself hasn't been given enough space. You don't quite know what it is because, yeah. because the motivation has been to get something, right? The ego has been on top of it. So without the character being free enough to, to walk freely on the earth, mm -hmm. without the character being able to do that, then if the ego breaks down, the functioning, the natural functioning of the Michelle character isn't ripe enough mm -hmm. to enable functioning to happen. So if the mind, if the ego died, the functioning that would drive the car, that would allow you to do your job, that would allow you to socialize, it, it's, not, it's not free enough of the ego. There's, not, there's no knowing of, 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 of how that would roll out. Mm -hmm. Is it making sense? Yeah. All right? So if the, if the mind breaks down, because when you go to the edge of mind, like, like mm -hmm. what happens to you, and you, 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 kind of, you go to the edge of blacking out and you've got to pull yourself back in, it's because the Michelle character isn't available to continue with functioning. You've been shutting down too much. Do you mm -hmm. see? You're, you're shutting down the yeah. only skill you have mm -hmm. to operate in the world. Yeah. You see? This just yeah. gives me um, goosebumps. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. 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 So what do I do? Okay. <laughs> Hello, Michelle character. <laughs> I didn't Hello. want her. I wanted her done with. But she's beautiful. It's only the... It's only the... It, it, it's only the part of mind that is self-seeking that dies because you're not that right. you're not that so who is the Michelle character who is free of the, 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 the selfish motivation the all about me stories who is the Michelle character without the all about right, me right. who is she right. that nat natural flowing part of life mm -hmm. Free so spirit. she has to be a free spirit before she can yeah. do anymore. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll end up like being out of life. You know, yeah. go to yep. a cave in India. I'd be yep. saying because because there's going to be nothing there for a while until the character comes out again. Mm -hmm. But no, you're in the world. Your place is in the world. Mm -hmm. So we got to do this transition at the same time. It's fine. It's about letting her rip. Because <laughs> she thought she was done with that, but she didn't really know. Yeah. She doesn't really know yet. Yeah, the layer of the layer of ego has grabbed onto the Michelle character. And almost as if the idea now is that the ego has contaminated the Michelle character. So let's separate it. The Michelle character is a beautiful expression of consciousness, doing her thing. Then the ego makes her actions all about itself. But let's see what her actions are when it's free of that self-referencing. Mm. That self-aggrandizement, that self-appreciation, that, that external endorsement that, that she might seek sometimes. That's the ego layer on top of the Michelle character. It's only the ego layer, the self-referencing. Mm -hmm. That's what breaks down, the me, myself, I. Mm -hmm. What's the Michelle character without that? If she's freed up, then when you're going to the edge of mind, the Michelle character continues. I thought it was the same. I thought the ego and the Michelle were the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it would have gone in that way because of the way you've approached it and because she's always been so much in the background. Mm -hmm. Everyone else comes first. Yeah. She's a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. So who is she when those layers of conditioning come off? Yeah. Who is she?
no idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because that's the part that needs to like come out of the cave. Come on, mm-hmm. come on. You're beautiful. You always were. You know, she's mm-hmm. a beautiful expression. How could she not be? You know, to find out what she likes just for herself. What brings her joy? Mm-hmm. What has no connection with the external motivation? Mm-hmm. What does she do? Does she enjoy working out? What does she do? Well, she's kind of exhausted with it. Ah, all right. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. All right. Sometimes I'm like, why am I going here? Yeah. 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 You see? Mm-hmm. So to find out what she likes and let her be in charge, huh? And you might find, gosh, you know, after like two weeks, it's like, I don't feel good. My body's stiff. Yeah. It's, it's just, just don't feel good. Okay. And then you might find you go back to the gym, but at a pace, I'm doing a sequence mm-hmm. that is quite different because it's motivated by something different. Right. That's very possible. Because if your body is used to working out, it's going to feel well doing mm-hmm. some kind of physical exercise. Mm-hmm. But to clean it up so that it's not motivated by the external factors that were motivated. <coughs> That's the job. <coughs> what does Michelle character want just for her, for her to enjoy living? How does she live? Mm-hmm. If she wants to paint, it will be for her. Yes. Yes. No. And she'll want to socialize and she'll want to, you know, sure. sure. She doesn't like socialize. Well, part of it is because she doesn't have anything to say or she's afraid of what to say. Yes. So land her in a situation and, and see what she says. <laughs> and if her friends change, so what? She'll find her way. Mm-hmm. Let her loose. Okay. Let her loose. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you as pure consciousness now. Uh-huh. Are you aware okay. that the bigger picture of you is listening? Yes. Yes, good. Yeah. Yeah, because I can you tell where my energy is? Is it like out there or like? No, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, there's an awful lot changing right now. Okay. You're doing okay. Right. Yeah, you're you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very clear to me. I'm I'm talking to the pure consciousness part of you now, mm-hmm. trying to organize how how does this purely land in the world? Yeah. You know. That's mm-hmm. going to be hard because everything is based on motivation. And so if there's no motivation, then I'm just going to do, do nothing. You'll do things for a, a very different reason. Mm-hmm. Because it just feels like it's the best thing for the Michelle character. Mm-hmm. But you got to go there. Yeah. You owe it to her, no? You as pure yeah, consciousness yeah. owe it to your own expression. Mm-hmm. To be free of, of the external motivation now. Right. Yes. Yeah, so it's about honoring, 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 honoring the Michelle character. Mm, okay. Really honoring her. And you won't be able to have her be seen by the world until you, as pure consciousness, sees her, recognizes her, mm-hmm. honors her, loves her. Loves her. Yeah. <laughs> loves her. Mm-hmm. One more little question uh-huh. What is deja vu? With my experience, I'll be doing something, and then all of a sudden, I'll see that I thought that same th- thought, and I'll just see it, like, okay, this is the hundredth time I've thought all of this stuff. Mm. That. Mm. 
Yeah. As far as I can see, there's, there's a few different causes for it. One is simply that a piece of information goes to a part of our brain that recognises it as memory first. Mm-hmm. We, we, re- we, we just pick it up as if it's memory rather than it going in as a fresh incident in this moment. Somehow it like ricochets off the memory mm-hmm. facet. And we, we, we have the smell of memory off it. So we're convinced it happened before. Mm-hmm. That happens. That's the physiological one. And sometimes it's the timeline is a little bit loose. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, it's mm-hmm. Linear time is just, just we're not quite, we're kind of having a spiritual moment where linear time isn't, isn't the only reality that we're seeing. We're, we're not lined up with linear time. And so, it's like a little glitch in the sequence. Everything has already happened. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I hear you say that all the time, but yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, good. Hold your own opinion. Okay, it's, you got it until you, <laughs> until you see it for yourself or disagree with it or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. But, but that's a good thing to do. Um, it, it, it's a, for myself. It's it's something that showed itself in the in, in the dropping back as the picture was getting wider and wider. It's like oh my God, it's already over. The whole thing is already done. This is playback time. And sometimes when I'm coming to in the morning, there's a whole sequence that happens and the timeline is like this huge arc. And it's like, there is a total, total uh, option of the entire timeline of humanity. There's a knowing that, okay, this, this consciousness is pulling into humanity. And there's a point of where I'm all of humanity that ever was, that ever was, that ever will be. That, that, like, yeah, because I'm pure consciousness, do you see? So it's like there's only pure consciousness, so there's no division into form at all yet. And, and what happens is that, that it's, it feels like spacious, you know, like as if there is space. And that's probably by my brain, because if it turns it into an image, it has to have the first concept, which is space. And I've, I can feel myself being pulled towards someplace on the time, the timeline, and it can be over there or down there, it could be anywhere, you know, and and that is exactly then like it's like the, there's there's the time and then there's the planet, there's this the, the physical form and plop, you know, and it's like mm-hmm. oh yeah, the, this is the Jack program and. I'm everybody, but I have no access to anybody else's brain at that point. It's like, wow, it really is only the Jack program that's running right now. Hmm. And it's amazing. It's like, I'm every single human, human that ever existed. Hmm. And it's totally normal, like, because that's just what it is. And then, you know, okay, a time comes into view and a physical form and being pulled towards a physical form and then... Somebody completely changed the TV channel. <laughs> completely. It's like, wow, there is only one person. One person right now that, that this really looks like it's one person. Just looking out from this. You see? So, like, I'm, I know it's already done. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> time is very fickle, it's like. 
And, and I'm everybody. I really am everybody. That's when I, like, when I say, like, you're all of it, you're none of it. You really are all of it. You really are. Like, really. You know? Hmm. Um, I've, never, I've never had that process and I've ended up being a tree. You know? But, but it, it I'm just, I'd say my brain couldn't take it, you know? My, yeah. my, my consciousness could, wouldn't really, I don't know, I imagine that that's what would happen, you know? Even though I am the trees too, you know? Yeah. Um, you were misdirected to the trees. Or an animal, exactly. It, it really is all the same, but it's kind of like the level of consciousness that's. Wow. By the time I have the, the memory and the sense of the timeline, I'm already diluted into being the human species. Huh. You see? I'm, al- I'm already, yeah, I'm already filtered into human consciousness, the human expression of consciousness. But the option of the entire timeline that ever was, that ever will be, like that, and it's infinite. Of course it's infinite. You know, it's like, well, it looks to be infinite at that point, and we can say when, when you know, okay, when did the first Homo sapiens really were Homo sapiens, but really, like, wow. And does it include that too? prior? Does that timeline include prior? No. no. It doesn't no. go no. out of consciousness. No, now. no, because it's pure consciousness it's going consciousness. into an individual okay. expression yeah. of right. consciousness. That's that movement, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, I went off on a tangent, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, so like sometimes I can go towards, I can go towards like 25th century or 14th century and I'm in Africa or something, you know, and it's like woof. And then it's completely, completely and totally entirely different. But I cannot find the Jack character. The moment of the crack in, uh-huh. it's like I had a strange dream or something. It's like. And there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect from the Jack program. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Just disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know? But I'm everybody. I'm, I'm everybody. Like, I can go back there to where I'm everybody. And when we do that exercise of, of prior, or you're sitting in a natural, natural state, and there's just pure consciousness, just nothing else but the purity of consciousness. It just rolls out from there. Mm-hmm. Do you know? So the more familiar you become with it, the, the more you... It, it, You get to see its own trajectory, its own endless possibilities, you know? Is that why, is that how come I could be in um, what maybe could be different dimensions or different, like all of a sudden I'll be somewhere else watching a scene? Mm. Is that what's happening? There can be a variety of things. Um, I think it's, I mean, there's, 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 do you mean outside of your own body? Is it that you're well, aware I'll be looking through a little hole and I'll be just going somewhere. I don't, I don't recognize anything. I'm just watching. Actually, I'm watching. Okay. It's not me. It's just yeah. watching a bird's eye view uh-huh. or something. Yeah. Um, and then another t- couple times I was just all of a sudden there was an army around. I mean, they don't see me or anything. I'm just watching. Yeah. I have no idea who anyone is. Yes. It's really quick. Yes, 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 yes. So is that, that's yes. real? Sure. And phenomenally mm. real? Sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're not dreams. I'm that's awake. Right. That's right. You're awake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just mm. little cracks in the matrix of where, mm. you know, pure consciousness is, is, 
is able to um, um, the activities of pure consciousness are being picked up by your brain in terms of images and time and space mm -hmm. but you're kind of missing what's happening in between but your brain is reading what's happening you know yeah but your brain can't can't yet kind of get what happens here before that bird's eye view before i'm watching an army and like you're not even at the place of, of yet of being able to say where is this and what is this do you know right. but that's fine they're the pieces they're the pieces of your brain catching up with your pure consciousness knows the answers the answers will come from you as pure consciousness mm -hmm. that knows all of it but the brain plays catch up and that's what we're doing here is that our brain has been so conditioned and sent to school and, and manipulated by the ego which is fine too it's what makes the movie work mm -hmm. but but that's what we're doing is reminding you as pure consciousness of of what is not that story that's been created by mind mm -hmm. and can mind is is the thing that awakens you know it's for the mind the mind is the thing that wakes up that's the thing that's asleep mm -hmm. you as pure consciousness is fine you always were fine always were fine so pure consciousness knows all of it. Every bit of information is going to come from pure consciousness. Every bit of understanding. It decides whether it's going to download information to the brain or not? It kind of doesn't decide. It's like the clearer, what i found is that the clearer we become, and it seems to be on all levels, you know, it's like it, it helps to have be clear in your body, it helps to have, you know, an, a, a calm mind. Then there's kind of space for some bigger picture stuff to come in. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. it, tends to, it tends to kind of work like that. Some people get away with it and they can eat at McDonald's their whole life and, and, mm -hmm. and have absolute clarity. It's mm -hmm. rare, but <laughs> they can, you know. Mm -hmm. it, it's rare, but the rest of us tend to like, uh, have to move towards something a bit cleaner, you know. Yeah, so, so that our brains, so that our minds can, can, can cope and not explode with right. the bigger picture stuff. Right. Um, I'm finding that I try to, before I wake up, see what's being downloaded. Uh -huh. And it's from dream to dream. Uh -huh. There's nothing. And there's a dream, and all of a sudden I'm woken up in another dream. And there's this dream. Yeah. But you know that this is a dream. Yeah. Beautiful. Huh? And I knew that from a dream within a dream. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Yeah. But I get, I fall, I get sucked yeah. in. You get sucked in. Yeah. But that's all it is. Yeah. So if you, if you know the first thing in the morning, if you've got that window that you know that this is a dream, then the hiding of the Michelle character is dream material. It's all dream material. Mm -hmm. Write your own dream. Mm -hmm. You as pure consciousness, rewrite the dream. Rewrite it. Yeah. What's there to lose? Right. Your pure consciousness. The mind has this idea that the Michelle character, you know... You know, that maybe, maybe, maybe it's detrimental for her to be exposed. Rewrite the dream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you really, you as pure consciousness. Roll out differently. Roll out honestly. Roll out with like total freedom. Mm -hmm. Total freedom. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, one, two, three. Can I ask a quick question just about what? Yes. So you said this is the dream. Yeah. Meaning this is what we're all experiencing right now. Yeah. This is the dream. Okay. I just yeah, this is a dream. This is a dream. Yeah, this is a dream. Hello. Hi. So I've been hearing you chant in my mind. 
doesn't get anything wrong. And you are not separate from that. You cannot get anything wrong. It's not possible to get something wrong. Scrupulosity is an add-on. It's just an add-on to what was rolling out perfectly. Because it's always been to the best of your knowledge. And to the best of our knowledge is as good as we can do. And the scrupulosity is tacked on on top of that. But does it actually change the action of what you've done? Not at all. You've never done anything wrong. You can't do something wrong. Can you find where, where that's the truth? Can you find that frequency? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I've had such a long, you mentioned habits that have lasted decades, and this has been a long-standing habit, where I'll get into the weeds a little bit with it sometimes, and I'll try to negotiate it by doing this or doing that, which is, again, an overlay. But it's so not me. Yes. I mean, it's not how I function. Yes. Yes. It's not how I function. Yes. I'm just... I can completely move to the natural state, like my body, and you know, that's, I know it. You do? Yeah. So this has been extremely painful because it's been so foreign. It's like this foreign thing that's like, you know, so I do, yes. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's. It's not, it's foreign, it's not... Yes, yeah, it's foreign, yeah. And even when my mind, you know, gets trapped in it and thinks, well, I did this to jigger that and make it okay, and I talked to this person, it, it, if I'm understanding correctly, it doesn't touch the purity of whatever happens anyway, even in the negotiation of it. Yeah. It's still that's the tack on that's, that's the tack on, on. Yeah. yeah but that pure consciousness is i never leave that no so, no no i can't but you know you can't. the recognition yes that has to be recognized yeah that which is tacked on doesn't mm -hmm. have any authority it actually doesn't have any authority. Oh, it feels so good. It's, it's bullshit. What's tacked yeah, on? Yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It changes nothing. It's, mm. it's, it's nothing. It's a big storm, a teacup. Yeah. And what's moving underneath is just you're taking your eye off that. I've taken my eye, mm. so I just put the eye back on. Put that. the eye back on it. Yes, put the eye there back more and more, just constantly. It's like it's bullshit, and right, yeah, yeah. And if there's a moment of like, okay, it's presenting as real, it's not going to have the authority of me trying to make it okay. Mm -hmm. Am I, I? No, 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 no. And, 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 
off. It doesn't have that authority. It's not influencing my actions. No way. Pure consciousness never did anything wrong. And if I just have to take that on faith right now, I'm going to cling to that. Yes. That, yes, exactly. Cling to that. Cling to that. Cling to that. Never did anything wrong. <coughs> Cling to that. No, never did anything wrong. Right. Cling to that. Yeah. Because you know the mind likes to come in and usurp as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, very clever. Yeah. Very clever, yeah. Very clever mind. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the mind generally is very clever. Yeah. Faith yes. in consciousness. Yes. Ah. And betray the scrupulosity. Exactly. Betray. And that would be not wrong, also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see in the distance. What about me? No. <laughs> Even though we're not the doers, it's about doing it. It's about yes. It's remembrance. Oh yeah, it's remembrance. It's remembrance. Yeah. It's what like you're aligning with. Yes, it's remembrance, and just putting all your eggs in that basket, so to speak. Really, just this is this is the heft. This is where I live. This is who I am. Over and over again. Yes. That that is a great assignment. That's wonderful. Yes. Yes. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't know if somebody was before me, but... I think it was Ali. I think it was Ali. Sure. I won't remember any of this. Hi. Hi, Oh, I'll squeeze you too hard. No, it's okay. No, it was the top. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting to it. Punching down to protect it. <laughs> okay. Is this where to hold it? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. And thank you, Anne. It's like, this is when I'm supposed to come up. Oh. So dancing, dancing, dancing. The loop, the dancing loop is going fucking crazy. So we're going to kind of pull that one, okay? Okay. It, it feeds in a lot to what Michelle was saying. It's sort of that artist mentality. So the ego <clears throat> rides along on whatever the character is getting seen as or not seen as. It can go either way. Um, <clears throat> okay, <clears throat> so I want to just check this stuff out with you. Um, it feels to me that that the inner, whatever, is not the character. If this is possible, there's a one maybe it's pure consciousness that wants to express dance through this character. 
Okay, so far that's right. Or you're with that. Oh, for sure, yeah. Okay. So, um, the stickiness comes with um, the realm in which I'm doing that now involves another person. And you know him. I mean, you've seen him. So, there's huge amounts of stickiness with him. As it should be, because there's nothing but accident, and it already happened. And I tell myself that, you know, that when I start going into kind of storyland with it, I keep kind of pushing it up. It, Baba Rama told us a story on the tour, and it's sort of something I've done where you take the heart, or the emotions, and I have so much emotion, and kind of move it up to the crown so that it's kind of raining down and giving wisdom as opposed to just rerouting the story. So I have done that, um, sometimes successfully, mostly it, it's hard. And uh, the most recent um, sticky place is Zeki. Um, Okay, let me just back up and tell you my vision and whether this is ego vision or, or the deja vu. You know, I don't really know, Jack, mm -hmm. what I'm seeing, but I've always had like feelings, like prophetic feelings, you know. And I don't always know what the details of the, of the thing looks like, but I know what the avenue is, kind of. And the avenue has been... You know, after I do this career, then I go into this other thing, which is dance, and it becomes a big deal, and I go, you know, to many places, and, and it's good, right? And I, and it's a gift. It's, it's not a gift to me, because it's very, very expensive, but the universe gives that gift to me somehow, and, and I return that gift by making, like, creating beauty with this man because he's so beautiful and I look beautiful with him you know I own that like we can can create beauty and grace and I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do so when it doesn't do that um it, you know it t that, that happens like sometimes but mostly it's technique and work and sweat and hurt and you're doing it wrong, and you know, a lot of shit. Um, the worst part, I think, is, is, is the arena in which this happens is, is very egoic. So to, to stay connected when the ego is getting fed like all over the place, and being prodded even by my some of my dance sisters, one in particular who is extremely, you know, competitive and and um, not in a in kind of a comparing way, in in a like my mother would be like critical, toxic, wants all of his attention, is negative, and um, I made a decision at one of the last competitions that I'm not aligning with that even though she's like the mother figure of the group. And he treats it, he's very close to her. She's like a mother in a way. Um, and I told, I just said, I can't hang out with you at competitions except when we're dancing because that it's too toxic. 
and he gets it. He he gets like everything I say, mm. but his habit it, it feels like he's not where I am. Um, so I guess I'm asking for you know for me it's about making a statement and finding the people that I can feel supported by. Um, he is not a great person to be supported by because he's very hard on himself and and that filters out but at the same time he's um i can connect with him on like a soul level does this make sense what yes okay yeah when you're creating art it is about that connection i mean right like that's what a true artist does no something is expressed through the form right so so even though he, his personality might be speaking from a very different place to yours, there must be something that's coming from that deeper place because right. you click together when you're dancing. Sometimes, yeah. You know? But it seems like only if I'm not in my ego. Yes. He can be in his ego. It, it doesn't really matter. Yes, it comes I have through him regardless. It comes yeah, through yeah. him regardless. Yeah, yeah. And, and so... Um, yeah, how to do that? I guess just keep remembering. It's the same thing, right? Just keep. Yeah, you gotta like, okay, ego, step out of the way. I'm going to dance here. I'm just gonna dance. I'm totally surrendering and let that other thing move through you. But yet you gotta keep the functioning mind alert because you've gotta remember every single choreograph moved, choreographed move. Huh? So that's a tough. That's a tough spiritual practice, but it's your spiritual practice. It's very tough because what, what the ego will do, and this gets him mad, and I understand how it gets him mad, but that part of me, that you know, performer part, creative part, will be like in a, in a performance in front of people, and I'll change the routine. Like, in a, I know. <laughs> and then it's sort of like, haha, it's passive aggressive of yes. me. Yeah. And it's like, haha, well, like, how are you going to get out of this one? You know, like, I'll just, it's very, I know, it's funny though, like, I kind of like it because part of me wants to shake his cage, like, get the fuck free, like, like, be freer, don't be so, you know, rigid with whatever. I know, it's pretty. He's supposed to be leading now. He's supposed to be leading, right? And that's the other big problem. <laughs> Um, I'm getting it's such a spiritual practice like like especially when you look at the people that are in this type of sport most of them are rich women who are married to millionaire men no, I'm not kidding yeah. and have like buy these gowns that are thousands of dollars and you know that's what they do because they have no that's what that's what they get to do and then there's the ones like me who like work their ass off to just be able to like buy a dress on eBay and look decent and um, and get there and and then do okay you know do whatever so yeah it's it's about the following part um, I've gotten much better at that because it was limiting for me to lead and I wanted to do more and I, I had to I have to pull all of this out of him you know like why can't we do that that you do with that person? He said, because you won't let me lead. Mm. I'm like, what? How? Yeah, okay, I'll, I want to learn how to do that then. Okay, then just stop like fighting with me. 
He doesn't say that, but oh, it took me two years to actually get that how to follow. Mm. Because if most of the ones, like I was saying, are independent women that are professional, or they have a lot of money. The ones that have a lot of money, it's pretty easy for them to follow. You know, it's not like they carved out their own life ahead of the time. Um, but the people that have like dance experience, like me, um, and are doing this on their own, it's pretty hard because you're trained how to just be independent. You know. But the freedom is about being able to align with and operate from, from your essence, regardless of the external environment. You're so fortunate that life has rigged you up with a scenario where you've got to hold your own and operate from your core and not be distracted by what you're seeing around you. But some part of you is kind of... Um, Touching in or feeling, well, what's what's my environment here? What's going on? It, it, it's natural, but it's like it's, it's got too much influence. You, you're not enough in your own authority in there and stable in where you're coming from and honoring that only. Something is distracted about the context in which that spiritual practice is happening. Yes. Yeah, I think that takes confidence, and, yeah. and I'm developing that. Um, I have just recently switched what I'm doing from a certain type to, you know, like you can be a doctor and be trained in surgery, but then if you want to do dermatology, you don't even know what you're doing, you know. So it's like going from ballet or going from a certain thing to this other thing that he wasn't really wanting me to do, but my inner self was saying, I want to do this, I want to do this, and I'm paying, and you do what I say because I pay you. So, yeah. He's like, okay, and then and then since then, I've gotten support from like people in a you know higher in the dance chain than him, who are saying, oh, that that's really she's really good at that, and it did not come from him. So I knew that it was coming from this wisdom because I didn't even know how to do that thing I was asking to be taught to do. So in that regard, I feel like I'm on track. Um, it's a matter of kind of getting, you know, the functional mind disciplined enough to practice this technique so that I can actually do what I want to do, like it can perform it. Does that make sense? It does. You know what would be interesting exercise would be to find, um, to find some kind of a, a discipline, a hobby, something that can take 10 minutes a day which will train your mind to focus. Because, because my sense is that when you're dancing, yeah, you can line yourself up and then, and, and then you get distracted by something else. You just, I love, I love you to really be able to focus, like, like an athlete can focus, mm -hmm. you know, like you've got a golfer there. And if for a moment they're like, <clears throat> oh, where's the TV camera? It's gone. It's gone. They've lost their whole connection with the game. And so these other things are still able to draw your attention. And it's more about your mind not being able to stay focused on... There's a natural expression and there's functioning mind and the body are supporting this natural expression. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing more going on here. But the 
focused attention that you need to just have a boundary around that, to have that clarity. The focus of an athlete is yeah. absent from what you're saying. I see. And it's funny because I brought my shoes to this retreat. I, I must have known that. And I, because I can't, there's only certain floors I can practice on. And my room has that floor. <laughs> and, and I brought my shoe, and it also has mirrors. It's a dance studio in my room. <laughs> really, it, it is. It's got mirrors all over the whole room. Um, and I brought my shoes, and, and I can do it. Like for 10 minutes or 15 minutes, I can literally go. It's sort of like in ice skating, doing compulsory figures. That's what this is. It's the compulsory figures, and I keep... I th I've, for maybe six months, I've been, you know, wanting to do what's called open, which is more creative, which is my thing. Mm. He's like, nope, you have to make it to the finals or the semifinals in at least two big competitions before we're going open. Yes. Because you have to learn the compulsory. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's like an artist doing fantastic stuff, but actually they've got to learn the technical stuff. And then it might be in a similar style, but it's incredibly more potent if they've yes. gone and learned the technical and dropped the technical. Right. You can see it in an artist, right. in a visual art. You can see it. Oh, yeah. If yeah. they've done the technical training, you know, right. even though to the you know, the raw eye it might look, yeah, it's quite similar. I just prefer this one, but it's the same theme and it's like, there's five years of technical training in the middle there. <laughs> you know? And you mm -hmm. can see the, the depth that comes from mm -hmm. that. And really, from a spiritual perspective, it's about the mind focus. It's about the discipline. It's about all the learning and the wisdom that happens around that technical training. I see. You yeah. see? Yeah. You know, there is there is something that really helps with focus. I don't know if you... You use an iPad, do you? Is it, mm -mm. No? Okay. Mm. I can focus on this. Like, if that's what I'm focusing yeah. on, I can do it. Like, I can focus my body to do certain things. Okay. Like, I, I can work out, you know, I've done yoga for yeah. a while. It's I, focusing your mind, though. It's your attention. It's for your attention to rest while you're busy and you're using the functioning mind. While your body's busy and you're using the functioning mind. But, to, but don't I need to use the functioning mind to check in, like, what the position my body is in? That's because what the functioning mind does, no? Right, so that's what I need to practice. To maintain the functioning mind. So what I'm, what, where I'm going with this is, like, <clears throat> is for the functioning mind to be the only thing that is activated for, like, 15 minutes and you don't break, you don't go off. Mm -hmm. All right? Because right now there's the functioning mind and it's managing your physical body. You've got two things going on. So I'm wondering, it might be very useful to develop your focused attention with something that just engages your focus. It could be doing a jigsaw. It could be... Mandala coloring book? Yeah, a coloring book or something. Just where there is applied attention for 15 minutes on the trot. Then to add in the body, it's not as challenging. You're like, okay, my mind is better able to just have functioning mind only and not jumping around the place. Then add in the body. It just breaks it down. It might be a bit easier. But where it's heading is the same thing as what you're talking about, is that to absolutely have the functioning mind, managing the body, interacting with your dancer, and nothing else is happening. Nothing else has any... Um, Right. potency to grab your attention at all. Right, right. It's the absence of that is what you're talking about. 
Gotcha. Yeah, he's he's saying the same thing because he's saying, you know, when I hit the line, when I hit the the thing, right on, it I got it's nailed, but I'm not consistent. He says you got to hit that every single time, you know, and and it's a balancing act. It, it's you know on like this two and a half inch heels. It's it's hard. It's a challenge, but I'm thinking things that I do focus for 15 minutes, like. When I'm with my horses, you know, I'm doing functional mind things. I'm like cleaning poop and, you know, feeding them. And does that count as focus? Uh, no. No. Just the functioning mind where your body is still. Then you really know. Oh. Then you really know. Because if you're task-oriented, that, that's easy. You know, you're cleaning the poop, you're brushing the horse. You have a task, a task, a task. And I your see. mind goes from, a, you know, you, you're using another part of your brain for the different task, another part of your brain for the next task. Without any of that distraction. Paint, coloring book. A okay. coloring book. Coloring book. Yeah, a coloring book. Sure. Yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. You know? So, and you're, you're just doing that and it's like, well, I'm daydreaming. Come back. Come back. I'm just coloring. I'm just coloring. I'm just looking at the line and I'm just coloring. Okay. Functioning mind and focus. An athlete. You've got to train like an athlete. Train your mind like an athlete does. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. And then we add in the body. So you've, you've got to be able to... And you'll find, like, as your focus gets better, you'll be able to remember, like, a phone number. You could practice, you know? Like, it's like, all right, somebody repeats a phone number on the radio, you know? And it's like, okay, turn off the radio, now repeat the phone number. You might get half of it. After a week of, of this training, you get the whole lot of it. Do you know? Test things. Like, can I, can I stay focused and retain and smoothly do it? To, you're literally just making your mind more focused, activating more of your mind, so it's not kind of flying off. Yeah. It's it's subtle. It's subtle, but you got to train your mind like an athlete. Other people do it through meditation, but this is how it's unfolding for you. You know. But I could do it. I meditate too. Yeah, but you go off because you've got all access to other dimensions. I see. You're gone. Yeah, you're right. You get distracted easily by all kinds of dimensions because you're too psychic. So it's, it's got to be like mundane and your mind focuses I see. only. Okay, okay. You see? Okay. I'm doing it now. Yes. Okay. So I want to share a like personal story sticky thing. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Whatever unfolds with him is what unfolds with him. I let go of that. I kind of think he's gay, but I, I mean, I don't really know. It, he denies that, but part of me feels like he's just, that's a secret for him, and it's okay. I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, however, the one of the qualities of his character is um, that when you give him a reason to not trust you, you're like done. Ah. Yeah. So I've been fearful of that. I've watched him do it with other people. And I've preempted him because I, I knew, you know, on the timeline it was coming for me. And I, and I must have known it was coming. It was a fear. And I, and I, I talked about it and preempted and said, okay, so if I do something, you can't not communicate with me. Like, you have to stay communicating, because if we're not communicating, I can't connect with you, which is my limitation. It does nothing to do with him. 
It's this belief that if you're not talking to me, I can't connect with you. It comes from my neurotic Jewish mother, you know. So, all right. Um, so sure, you know, lo and behold, it occurred right when I left for Florida and I went to be with my son just a week ago. Um, everything was fine. I'm going to Cuba, you know, in April. When I go home, there's this huge competition in Asheville. Like, I have a whole bunch of stuff, like, rigged up for the whole, you know, it's going to use my bank account, but I'm doing it, right? Because I'm supposed to. And, and, um, and I get a text from him that he basically, like, cut me down, you know, cut me off. It was, he, he felt that he accused and blamed me for something I really did not do, but it, he was done. He, he felt betrayed, and um, he said, I'm just going to have to, like, watch what I say around you, or, you know, whatever. Well, it affected me so deeply. I mean, I cried about this the first two days of my vacation, and um, I tried to, you know, co contact back with him, and, and he talked back to me, but not really. Um, so I found out, so I went and kind of found out the real story, what was happening, and it was really him deflecting. It, it wasn't about me. What happened to him was a result of his behavior and the ballroom rules and stuff he did wrong, you know. But he felt that I had spoken badly of him to people that in the ballroom, and, um, and I thought, you know, how do I do this now? There's no one else for me to dance with, really. He's the one. There's no one else. I've already felt that out. Um, so I just let it be. You know, what am I going to do? That's what, what is so. And I thought, as time has gone on and I've been here, I thought, wow, that's actually like a good sadhana because it forces me to not have like chit chat with him, you know, and try to connect to him on a verbal level. Because one of the big things I did in the beginning was talk while we were dancing. And he's going, you can't dance and talk. I said, yeah, I can watch. He went, you're not dancing. Yes. You're talking. And Any distraction at all for the moment, huh? <laughs> right. So in a way, it's, um, I'm seeing it as a way that, that I can connect because when we do that, it's communication, it's connection. Um, if he wants to trust me again, he can. It, it's not necessary. It would be nice in my ideal Eileen world. It, we would be like super connected and that plays out, but it is what it is, you know. I, yeah, I'm in a very different place. I would not have been able to talk about this without crying like a week ago. It was like the dream broke up, you know. Yes. What a gift that the talking would be less. What a gift. It's supporting the functional mind and the focus. Yes. It'll make you stay inside and stay, stay doing what it's really for. You know? When you dance well, it's just something moving through your form and your functioning mind is there and all the games stop. So what a perfect thing. You as pure consciousness are responding to this. You don't need him to be any which way. You just need him to be a good dancer. And he is. Job done. All the rest of it is just entertainment for the mind. Entertainment. Entertainment. It's not about that. Your dancing isn't about that. Mm -hmm.
his body is honoring what's flowing through him and your body is honoring what's flowing through you and your attention is totally on that. That's the thing. That's it all, isn't it? That's it all. So all the outside trappings are being taken off to help you, to help you. You don't need anything from him. You really don't need anything from him. Yeah, that's a good thing to feel. Mm. I, I kind of do need him to be my partner, though. Yeah, but he is your partner. Yeah, I hope. I, I think he is. I mean, I'm going to Cuba. Like, who am I going to dance with? Yeah. Even if he doesn't talk to me. Yeah. He won't communicate about when we're rehearsing or anything. You know, he's he's in another thing right now. But yeah. I come home, when I go home, I'm going to show up and... Yes. You know, we have to rehearse. The, the, sure. Sure. It's also, Jack, bringing up over the course of this week, it's brought up um, that thread. You know, I'm trusting this personal story thing you were telling someone yesterday, like you you can't eject the personal story if it's not finished. And yeah, I thought, okay, this is a personal story. It's painful. It's I want the, I want to change the human. I want that character different. Blah blah blah. I was like, okay, what's the thread? Like, just be with it. Just go. Just let it go down. And it went to um, my mother, and my mother, her main, the main way that my mother manipulated me and controlled and punished me was the silent treatment. Mm, ah, okay. Ah, okay. <laughs> so here comes this man who's like my soulmate, maybe. I mean, he, he feels that way to me, mm -hmm. at least in terms of us performing and creating something for the world, um, or for whatever, consciousness, and then he shuts me out and is doing the silent treatment. And it's a very, it had a very similar feeling. It's like, oh shit, now what do I do? Like, I need him, I needed my mother. But I'm, I'm telling it to you now from a pretty unemotional place. Can you yeah. feel it? It's yeah, like yeah. already perfectly. Yeah, you've already worked it through. Yeah. And, and give him full permission to, to have any pattern he wants around his behavior. That's his business. That's his prerogative. He can ignore you. Sure. If, 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 you know, and if your mind reconnects it to your mom, you heal that. You've got the tools. You heal that. And, and and he's free. He's free to do what he wants to do. Right. You don't need him to talk to you at all. It's about something different for you. And if you disconnect, you know, him oh, from... Yeah, if you disconnect him from the memory of your mother, you know, if the memory of your mother is healed, and you disconnect him, he'd have no reason to not talk to you. Right. I got that too. Yeah. And I got the thing with... You know, there's all these mothers around me. Okay. You know, there's him reigniting that thread. Uh, then there's this, you know, dance, uh, another dancer who ha is like his mother, you okay. know, who has to have his attention and okay. blah, blah, blah. So it's like competing for the teacher's attention. Yes. And, and then there's all the ones that are in love with him. And you know what yes. I mean? It's all that. Yes. It's caca. Yes. It's about nothing. Oh, it sucks, that part. 
but you see it because it resonates with something that's in your memory. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't even see it. I definitely see it, and it, and it, I feel it, and it doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's yuck. Heal it's, that stuff inside, yeah. huh? Heal it so that there's no more potency at all. Right. And and the way is it healing it that I put a stand down and and you just told him. I'm not going to hang out with you when you're hanging out with that one because it feels toxic and and it doesn't feel good to me. I mean, there's other people that feel the same way. Like one of the other dancers has the same feeling, and and I go and hang out with her, and we have fun, and we enjoy it, and we okay. we like love watching the people that are competing. I, yeah. I want everyone to look beautiful. Yeah. I, I, you know. Yeah. You sure. know. Sure. And he'll sit there with other people and, you know, do gossip. He'll talk gossip. And That's I don't want to do that. Sure. Then do what supports you. But right. you've got to give him permission to, to be him how he to is. To do what he wants to do. But, right. you know, you, you've put a few ultimatums on him, you know? If you don't talk to me, I can't dance with you. If you hang out with those, I'm not hanging out with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're yeah. being mum, no? Yeah. This is how you should behave, mister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I have done that. Uh, yeah, I hear you. He's free I, to be who he wants to be, yeah. to hang out with who he wants to hang out. The conditions, no, you've got to adopt those, huh? Yeah. I can, I don't have to say, it doesn't have to be an ultimatum, it can just be what I do. I just don't and I just want to hang out over there. It's, exactly. Just not, naturally move to where you're gravitated. I'm you know? Sorry. And if somebody's pressing your button, it's your inner work. It's like, whoa, why is this bothering me? Their behavior. What's going on here? Why why how come there's a charge here? And you do your work. But just draw go to where you're drawn to. Yeah, there's so much work in this for me. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. It's shaking you and turning you upside down. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Let him be free to do what he wants to do. Let people be free to act in whatever way they want to act. You do your gig. You do your gig. Wow. To be clean, really clean. How do I know if it's, if I'm, what do I do when it's, well, I kind of know what to do. <laughs> it's hard when it's my turn to dance and I'm in it though, you know? Like, uh, like the ego is doing it, it's bad. Yes, there's the opportunity for uh, the discipline to shine. There's the dance and there's your functioning mind that will enable you to dance, nothing else. Uh huh. That's the importance of developing the discipline of that. Oh, I just got that. Okay, I just got that. Right, right. Because so much of it, because it's a mirror, which is another metaphor for the whole joke of it. Yeah. It, it, it you know, because you practice in front of a mirror, and yes. because the whole thing is about what you look like. Yes. Dance is all about creating forms in space. And, yes. and in rhythm and in harmony and and it's all about those beautiful plenitudes of the truth um, that when the ego like hungs goes on there it like messes it up it you screws know? it up it screws it up it's it like clumsy and yes it does do that it so does. by me practicing 
like 10 or 15 minutes a day, which I try to do anyway, but you have to have a certain floor to do it. And um, it will get my functional mind stronger. I hear what you're saying, so that when I put those shoes on, my body knows, okay, this is the athletic thing now. Yes. This is the thing we're doing as consciousness. Yes. And it does not matter if they're judging what your dress looks like, because they judge everything is judged. Your hair, everything. But that's, but that's it's part, part of the thing. Everybody's that's judging everything all the time. That's, that's fine. That's yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's, it's a really life. good one for life, and I don't really care about the points. I mean, I just care because I want to be more creative, yeah, and I have to like get into these final things so that I can be creative. That's fine. That's the game. Yeah, it's like that's the game. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. But look broader than the dance for methodologies or practices that will help you to to stay focused. Right. Coloring. I got that. Yeah. Yeah, or even see what athletes do, you know, in their quiet time to, to develop their focus and their attention. There's all kinds of techniques that they do to develop that absolute alignment in the heat of a competition, in the heat of all kinds of drama going on around. How do they maintain their focus and attention? And that's what you're learning. Okay. And it's a spiritual practice. How am I doing other I'm, I'm delighted that um, all this stuff has come up. I'm delighted that this stuff has come up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's purging. It's come up and it's moving through. And Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I trust it. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's it. fantastic. Rise to it. You're yeah. doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Mm-hmm. 
anything that they like yeah, to discuss. Yeah, right. 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 I just was curious. Yeah. I always look at everybody. Oh, I'm sure. And don't compare anything. No, right. <laughs> oh. Okay. Hello. Hi, Tommy. So, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> felt any stickiness, so I figure if I have any, Jack's going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've just been really sitting with every facet of my life, and I can't find stickiness. So... What I have really recognized and what's been so powerful is I picked up my same journal to write in this year that I brought here last year, and I've been rereading where I was last year, and it's just like, wow, <laughs> what a huge transformation. Yep. So that's, that's very cool. I know that might be mind or ego or whatever, but I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see, you know, it I'm is. sure it's nice yeah. to acknowledge. Yeah, sure. so I, I, I don't know, I don't feel any stickiness, I feel I'm right where I'm supposed to be and wherever I go is wherever I go, and I feel like I'm on my destiny, I'm helping others, and that's what I always wanted to do, so if you see anything, let me know. So where do you look from in the, for the majority of your day? your perception point? Well, for the majority of my day, I try to stay just open to let spirit guide me because I'm, I'm not counseling people, but coaching people. And so I just, I don't really have an agenda. You know, I'm just functioning, doing what I have to do. And, and it's, it really is from a broader perspective as far as to guide me. You know, I'm just trying to be from that place of just open and guide me. And if something comes up, that, you know, makes me go, eh, then I look at that and try to pull back and see it from a bigger picture. <laughs> so for the most part, I think I am looking and pulling back and trying to see the bigger picture of it all. And there, there was an incident last week that really could have sucked me in big time, and it did for a few hours, and I had to really work through it and release it. But, um, but I'm getting better about that, mm. you know, mm. if something comes up and recognizing where that is and why and releasing it. So I feel I'm looking from a bigger perspective. Mm -hmm. So the Tammy character, is she who you are? No. Who are you? Pure consciousness. So how does the Tammy character fit into that? She's doing the work of the functioning work here on this earth to help other people. That's how I see it. I'm doing whatever I'm guided to do. And that feels good. Feels good in what way? That I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. That I'm opening mm. up and allowing it to come through. Mm. Mm. I'm not, you know, occasionally ego will come up and it's like, no, I don't need the validation for this. And even if somebody's like, oh, thank you, that's exactly what I needed here, it's like, it's not me. It's spirit, you know. I was guided to give you what you needed at that moment. I really fully believe that. It's not me. Or, you know, you're so smart, you have so much wisdom. Mm, not really. <laughs> not this doesn't, but this does. And do you yeah. know that you're the spirit who's bringing it through, even yes. when you're saying it's not me? Okay. Yes. And I use the term spirit or God or whatever when I'm speaking to the masses because they kind of have a hard time grasping it in any other way. Of course. But yeah, I know it's my higher consciousness. And like you said, everything's already been 
laid out, you know, it's already done, so why do I have to do anything? And boy, is that a difference from a year ago. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, huge. Huge. And I know it's still going to evolve even more, but I don't need to know how or why or when. And that's liberating in itself. Yes. So, am I missing something? No, you're fine. Um, uh, every now and then we get these spaces of where it's just easy and it's all flow, flowing beautifully. Right. You know? And I get that could change. And yeah, it will change. Mm-hmm. Sure, it, it, it's sure. just life. Things you know? Come in, right? But enjoy that ride. <laughs> well, even enjoying, even enjoying the like what the situation that came up last week, even knowing through working through the yes, mind yes, for those three hours I had yes. to work through, e- even then, still somewhere I know it's exactly as it's supposed to be, yes. and that that was necessary yes. and good. And yes, you know, no judgment about the greater, it. No, mm, well done. Even when I'm working through just the crazy mind stuff, mm. you know, I still know. Mm. Yeah. And I know it could happen again. Like, I don't know yeah. where this is going to take me. Yeah. <clears throat> but I absolutely, completely trust that it's exactly where I'm supposed to go and be. And I'm okay with it. Yes. Yes. Good for you. Good for you. I'm not going to stir anything because this, <laughs> this phase of, of it flowing, that totally needs to be there because it's a very solid grounding. Yeah. That, 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 that you need again when it, when it shifts, when the terrain right. shifts, the landscape shifts again, as right. it always does. It keeps right. doing that. Right. You know, right. But, but the solidifying of the wisdom that, that what your art is prior to it and the role of the Tammy character and how she plays out, beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. That just let that get rich and rich and rich and rich as you're doing. Right. And that was what I was, you know, going to ask you. You know, just to stay open and guided to whatever spiritual practices. I, like, I don't really feel like I'm seeking anymore. You know, I just yes. feel like I'm just trying to stay open. Yes. And um, is there anything... I mean, just meditation keeps coming up for me. Okay. That, that's just... And I've been doing that for 17 years, but just that's the only thing that really... So if you... Yeah. If, anything if, else I If the feeling is, is meditation, then do meditation. Mm-hmm. There's loads of things that would just shake everything. Mm-hmm. It's life will do the shaking. Right, mm-hmm. right. Life will do the shaking. Yeah, and wherever I go on that little yeah. diagram there is where I go. Yes, I don't need to go anywhere. Yes, you actually don't need to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. The, these splits happen. These right. chinks happen. Right. Yes. I just want to stay open. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, let it get solid and clear and enjoy it. Just totally oh, enjoy it. What a relief. Especially what a relief. looking at my journal from last year. Yeah. This year it's like, oh. Well, yeah, because last year was the first huge crack. Phew. Huge crack. And it seems like, like, like it's just a speeding train. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, it just rocketed through. It rocketed through. So it's like, all right, all right, well done. A year of good work. You know, well done. And enjoy it. Let it get solid. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? That's fine for now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're okay? Just get stuck a little. Um, 
really know what I want to say, but I feel like one area where I might be getting stuck, well, first of all, I think I had terminology incorrect. I was like interpreting terminology incorrectly. <laughs> when you say Jack character or Ragda character, I was thinking that was ego. Um, that was mind. Mm. But that's higher self, inner guru, divine consciousness within. Well, it's what we're looking at, no? I mean, there's the ragda body and there's a ragda personality in there. But it exists with ownership, when there's ego involved, and without ownership or identity. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm not owning it or I'm not identifying with it because actually there's a knowing that it's not me. It's an expression of what I am, but it's not me. So we have the thinking mind, we have the functioning mind, mm. and then we have the deeper self, capital S, and that's all the I think pieces that's what, of the character? I think that's what you call the, the, the higher self, no? The higher self or the inner guru. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's God within. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that inner, that's the place of stillness, the constant place, huh? Mm -hmm. So the, f the first and essential step, really, uh, once we start breaking down the conditioning and stuff, is to operate from there all the time. <coughs> right. Is to be looking from there all the time. Right. But when our vision gets narrow, we then identify with the personality and it becomes us and the issues of life are really impacting on us and our needs and our desires are running riot mm -hmm. and that's what's guiding our way on when we don't have an identification with the thinking mind the character is an expression of that inner guru of mm -hmm. the stillness mm -hmm. so the personality or the character so it's actually this the same character but the key is, are we identified with it? Are we believing what it's saying? Are we invested in it? Does it have an agenda? Does it have desires? That's when it's sticky. Mm -hmm. That's the ego. That's thinking mind. Right, right. Okay, I get it. See? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I am seeing clearly without a lot of stickiness. And sometimes the stickiness will pop in. But it's like I can really recognize, like with Mike... You know, I can just recognize, okay, there's, that's, that's just triggering something right now. Yes. And just allow that to be and just not give it attention. Really. Not give it attention or else go in in your own time and dissolve it. You know, heal it. Right. Find the core of it and, and break it up. See through it. So when there's, because it'll still, and I've been working on this for a while, you know, Mike is probably the, my biggest spiritual practice at this time yeah so you know sometimes it'll just be a, a like a visceral guttural almost like a it's it's a reaction versus uh -huh. a pause and respond yep but like there's an awareness around that but it still will happen and then i'll recognize it but it's it'll come back ah so Okay, so can we call it an emotional reaction? Is, is there an emotional body in there? Or is it like, what is that visceral response? There is sometimes emotion, but it's, it's more like a, it's like a, just a innate, like just this, it's like a contraction. It's just like this. I don't know. It's like all of a sudden I, I can be totally centered and grounded and, you know, in flow, and then it, it's just like all of a sudden there's just like this contraction. 
with some, it, and it's not as bad as it used to be, but it still will come. Mm. Is there a thought around the contraction? I guess it is circumstantial, just depending on... But is there a thought like, it shouldn't be this way, or I don't like it, or he shouldn't, or... No, it's just like this, no, just like a guttural reaction. (laughs) But the... Like, if the thought comes in, I do feel like I recognize that. Like, okay, well, that's just the ego coming in. Yes. So what is this? There's still a reaction. It's like a physical reaction almost, like a physical contraction, but without the ego present. Right. Okay. Is that physical... Do you have memory of doing that physical reaction any place else in your life? We've got to figure out if it's learned or if it's actually if it's actually pure consciousness telling you something. Ah. It's often like that, you know? We go through the layers of something. It's like, is it this, is it this, is it? And in the end, it's like, <coughs> oh my God, actually, it's, it's something else. It's purely innate, and there's nothing else for me to learn from that. So then we look at it in another way, you know? Right. So did you pick it up somewhere? Is it a habit that you learned from somebody else? Did somebody else in your, fa- your original family do it? What, what? Where are the possible places that it could be? I mean, we're not innate. Yeah, what's coming is my mom has anxiety. And, you know, anxiety has been something that that was like the trigger for me to kind of dive into spirituality like 15, 20 years ago, 20, over 20 years ago. But she will have panic attacks. So I don't know if I picked up on that as a child and that's become a need. I don't know, but that's just what came to me when you asked. Did she have those guttural responses? Did she have those contractions? Pulling she's back? just pan- She'll have panic attacks, like where uh, she can't breathe, and uh, and she's very caught up in her mind, really uh, caught up in her ego. Yeah. But she'll just, you know, she'll. It, she describes it as like, you know, like very short breath, like she just can't breathe, you know, okay. like she just like panics. Okay. As you speak about it, what it looks like is that when it happens for you, your system is protecting itself. Yeah, there's a protection. There's a protection. Yeah, that's the word. That The contraction is, is like shutting off something to protect you. I'm still not convinced that your mind isn't involved in, mm. in, in, in a, some hidden belief, some subconscious belief somewhere that you need protection at that moment. Mm-hmm. Because... You're not physically unsafe, Mm-mm. you know. Like, and the basic instinct, you know, is is sub- the fight to survive. So we usually have that contraction when we're we need to stay alive. That's that's the primitive natural reaction. Mm-hmm. But your life isn't in danger. Mm-hmm. Your health isn't in danger. Your physical body isn't in danger. So it's like a response that's a little bit too strong because there isn't that element of danger there at that moment but yet you're going into like a primal visceral protection Mm -hmm. so there's something a bit questionable there Hmm. does that make sense it does and it's not 
like that strong. You know, I mean, it's not like fight yeah. or flight. Yeah, it's not fight or flight. But it's like this uncontrollable reaction is kind of the word that comes. It's like a physical <coughs> reaction. <laughs> so, so let's go there with the mind. So what could be... Does it protect you? When you close over, does it protect you? Does it serve a good purpose? Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. How does it help you? Um. <coughs> so here the emotions come. I guess... You know, I've been repeatedly hurt, you know, and just kind of. And so it is, it's a protective mechanism. So I won't get hurt anymore. Does it work? <coughs> Maybe. Does it l limit the, the suffering? Does it limit the heart? Sometimes it does, yeah. It's almost like an energy thing. And we've talked about that before. But it's like, uh, I don't know, my energy can be just, you know, in flow and just free. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, it can just be a comment or it can be usually a comment and it's like oof and sometimes I'll have to remove myself from the room or oftentimes I have to just shake off the energy mm. 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 Yeah, if you need it to protect you then you need it and we can take the higher ground and say, well, we don't need to be protected from anything. But actually, there's a point of where if it's something, if we don't protect ourselves in some way, then something is destructive. And that's just darn stupid to, put, to leave ourselves wide open when there's a destructive energy around us. Right, I can't do it all the time. Yeah, I feel like, ugh. Yeah, we end up getting sick. We get, we get removed from the scenario some way, you know, and it, it ends up just eating into the body because our energy really can't keep it up. And I have, that has happened before, and I knew it was as a result of the energy coming. Right. You know, right. and I was down. I had foot surgery. And... Um, Right around Christmas time, it was a like horrible time to have surgery, but he really wanted me to have it then because we had met our deductible, and we, you know, so I was like, couldn't walk the two weeks prior to Christmas, and I have four children, <laughs> and I was like, hell, and he was so, try, he tries and tries and tries, and he's a wonderful, wonderful man, but he can only do so much because of, that's just the way that it is, so he can yes. only do so much, and yes. he, you know, and then, yeah, the the negative stuff always goes to me. You know, it doesn't yes. go to the kids, it doesn't go to his parents, it doesn't go to his coworker. it just yes. always goes to me, yes. you know? Yes. And I can take it most of the time. I can take it most of the time, and that's, it's fine, but sometimes I can't. Okay. 
but yeah, so you need it. You need that protection. Yeah. Yeah, you need that protection. So okay, so it's just a natural, yeah, yeah, thing that's yeah. happening because I know that I'm aware that I need to protect myself. Yeah, just to yeah stay. You need to see your energy field a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's wise. Okay. Okay, good. I wouldn't question it anymore. Yeah. You know, it, I really wouldn't question it. It's absolutely necessary. And what you're saying, it's like, no, that, that's absolutely necessary. Yeah. Okay. You get sick. Be stupid to, 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 to soak up stuff. Yeah. And, and I do, there's like a knowing around that. Like, I, yeah. you know, it's like I can yeah. feel it when it's happening. And so yeah. I'm not going to allow it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a really, really great, <laughs> um, like, learning. Yes tool to really establish myself and know when I do need that boundary. Yes. And it so. will protect you for, for life. For and everything. Yes. Because, because there's always, for most of us who are doing this work out in the world, there's, there's always something that comes in to dampen the light. You know, there's always uh, a play of light and dark. It's just mm -hmm. duality. It's mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. It's the cycle. And destruction is part of creation. It's the circle, like creation, destruction, creation, destruction. It, it's the same loop. One isn't bad and one isn't good. They need each other. They're in bed with each other, creation, mm -hmm. destruction. You know? Right, right. Um, and it, it, we can have the capacity of destruction and creativity with, with, within us. But when we're in the phase of expanding and opening and doing the creative, and really that's part of our lives, we're very visible for the destruction to come in and balance it out. So it's like we call it in yeah. at some level. Yeah. Do you know? I feel that. And I see it with friends too. And it's like, but there's an awareness even around that. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. they're going into their That's right. story. Yeah. And yes, there is a reaction here. Yeah. But I don't have to fall for that reaction. That's right. It's like, all right, in the bigger picture of... of creation and destruction that's playing there and I just I'm just going to keep on my own gig right now right and right. tilt yourself slightly away you know right right yeah so at home you can't exactly tilt yourself away no you can't always run into another room yeah so you found some natural mechanism to whoops it's like a red buffer. flag it's like yeah. yeah it's like okay there's the red flag I feel it I yeah. know it yeah so now stop yeah. giving attention here <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. I just won't give attention to whatever it is. Yeah. And just deflect a piece of energy. Just deflect it. And absolutely. And I'll do that, gone. actually. I will actually, like, Physically do this. Around. Yes. Good. I'll have to go outside and just be like, get off of me. I don't want that. Go, yes. Go. Yes, go. Yeah. 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 But I feel like that's partly my work, is to be here right now doing, yes. not right now, but... You know, yes. like it's to be experiencing that. That's right. And to learn how to how, how to read it. Right. Really learn how to read it. Yeah, I'm getting know? pretty darn good at it. You're getting good at it. <laughs> you are, yeah. Because I have a lot of practice. It's a great training. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of practice. Yeah. Okay, I, I'm good with that. Yeah, you'll use that tool for the rest of your life. Like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all do. There's always that. It's like, whoops. 
you know, got to move away from that. And then, and, and sometimes we're destructive ourselves and somebody else yeah. is batting us at them, you know? Right, right. Oh, yes. But, and that's fine. That's totally fine because that's just, you got to honor yourself. You just got to stay as clear as you can and, and whatever else is going on with everybody else, that's their business. Yeah. It's their business. So the emotions, why do the emotions come up with that? Mm. Mm. And that's another thing. I'm trying to be less attached to emotions. Yes. Um, yes. And and that's good, you know. But and it's like they'll still come, and that's okay, though. Do, I mean, do they like, come with story, or do they just come and pass through? Well, like what as I was describing to you, you know, the emotions came. Yeah. It wasn't. I don't know if you would consider that a story. It was just me expressing myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's very normal when emotions just pass through. It's just very normal. It's like, whoop, it's up, it's gone. Or, you know, or there's sometimes, of course, there's a big release or something. But if it goes into a story that has, like, pity me and your world contracts, uh, now we're just making it. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, that's, that's the difference. But it's very normal just to let emotions come up and through. That's normal. Just let it, let it out. Like, curtain yeah. last night, I got, like, the emotions just came. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it was beautiful. Yeah. There's beautiful. a beauty in emotional expression. Mm-hmm. There's a beauty in it. And I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, I cried throughout the entire kirtan, but I did, you know. It's like, <laughs> um, and it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I mean, I can put words on it. But yeah, exactly. You see, that's the thing. If emotion passes through and you kind of have to work for the story, perfect. It's fine. Yes, it's just that's just being human, right? Right. A free flow of your emotions are blocked. They're not stuck to stories. They're just a human expression, human processing, releasing. Not a problem. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Did you ever go through a phase where you would process other people's emotions? Oh yeah, but you don't do that anymore. Um, it runs through, but I don't notice it. I don't notice it that much. Like but you don't cry that often. Uh, no, I don't cry that much at all. But but their emotions would come through. But it's not going to deplete my body so much so that I cry or something. You know, mm. it's like we're just like woof. You know what is this? Or I know at satsang in, um, in January we were in satsang in India, and the two different times, uh, two different people said. One guy sat up in the chair and he said, "Jack, there's." There's just sadness all over you. What's going on? And I was like completely oblivious to this mess. I, I didn't say, I'm sorry, but I can tell you exactly who it is in the group. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I st- it just didn't come to say that. But like, yeah, yeah. on another level, that could have been the way it rolled, but it didn't. And it was just, I have, I have no awareness of it at all, you know. So I don't pay any attention to it, but it kind of runs through on the outside. Yeah. Do you know? It just runs through. But there was a knowing, yeah, there's there's stuff flowing through, but I'd have to, like, what is that emotion? I have no interest at all in finding the story or finding right, right. who it is. But, you know, and now, now, yeah, I don't, you know, it's it's not normal to, like, who is this? Who's in trouble? Who's is this? Not at all. Mm-hmm. I don't go there at all. Mm-hmm. I don't go there at all. So then just because I do sometimes feel I'm, I'm crying, I have no idea why I'm crying. Oh, okay. And it's like, these are, <coughs> this is not my emotion yeah I almost feel like I'm crying for okay 
Okay, so so two options. One is that somebody in your proximity that you're just helping mm-hmm. without your intention at all. It's just running through your system yes. because of some, you know, because energy moves like that. Mm-hmm. And the other option is is sometimes when we're doing this work, some of us have a capacity, and it's not exactly a useful thing, but it just happens. Some of us have a capacity to tune into global mm. frequency mm-hmm. of suffering or of it can be of rape, it can be a global issue, it can be the global feeling of essence of motherhood, it can, it can be primal fear on a global level, it can be anxiety on a global level. I mean, wow, it, there's that mass consciousness field that exists and we have access to it and sometimes we run it through. So when that happens, again, just... Mm. Figure Allow. out. Figure out. Is 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 this somebody? In, is is it is this a person's? Because it's a good tool for you to have. Is this? I kind of know. Ah, you know already. Yes. I mean, I felt the global thing before. Yeah. yeah. And I knew even what it was regarding. Yeah. And then I can feel. I mean, practically everybody that comes on stage and cries, it's like, ooh, okay. You know, it's like the tears yes. will come for me too. It's yes. Like, so, yeah, yes. there's kind of, That's but great. just, I don't know. I mean, I guess just allow it again. Um, it's up to yourself. Everybody has a different pull. Um, for myself, it's becoming less and less. It's becoming less. I, 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 it's like, sometimes it's like, gosh, it's, mm, it's moving more towards happening at the edge of my energy field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it doesn't come through my body because I don't feel it now. I have no awareness of it at all. It doesn't take my attention at all, but my face shows it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's moving out. It's moving out. Yeah. So it can happen at the edge of the energy field because mm-hmm. there's always it's like it's like my energy is always kind of lifting on the outside. Do you know? So if somebody's open to that or whatever, um, something get moved. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Just from being around this. That mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So um, that used to be very obvious, maybe ten years ago. It was like, oh my god, oh my god. But not, there's completely no noticing of it at all now. It's like my mind just doesn't go there at all. It just doesn't. So there's see a it. processing that's happening. Yeah. For the Jack here. Yeah. But you're just totally detached. Yeah, completely it. detached. It's just it's happening. It's happening further you. out. Yeah, it's further out. So it doesn't penetrate the body or impact the body as much at all. Right. Um, the global one, I I don't tune into it at all. That was a phase, and it stopped. Yeah, it completely stopped. I, I yeah, I don't know what to do about that. I mean, I feel like if it's coming, it needs to be released. Okay, find so. your personal authority. Find your find your okay. Rewind. Find your personal authority of pure consciousness. Mm-hmm. The authority that happens to be personal insofar as the Ragda character is personal, is a personal expression of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So without ownership, it's like, all right, is this the most efficient way here? Mm. Is this the most efficient that this runs through my system? Mm. Because there will become a point where it won't be your gig anymore. Mm-hmm. And you kind of grow out of that phase, as we do. It's all phases, mm-hmm. no? And I'm not attached to it. I mean, it's sure, not like, I know. it's just like it's there. No, it's just an energetic happening. So it's like, yeah, yeah. but do I need to... Let it be, or do I need to stop it? You only do it for a while. Okay. You'll only do it for a while, and it will you. It will go past its used by date. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, That's, I figured it's just, I mean, it's yeah. a phase. Yeah, it's a very useful phase because you kind of get to, you know, feel energies on a more subtle level and what's happening and how, how we interact with other people and how it's possible. And yeah, sure. But you move out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's about sensing, like, is, there, is this really my gig? Is this, is this still my gig? You find yourself asking that. Aha, there you go. You're saying no already. There you go. Yeah. So the global is one thing and the individual work is another thing. They have two different use by dates. Mm. Okay. Use by dates. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you stop doing that work. Yeah. You know. And, and you'll find that you, you'll probably still do it at night if you astral travel or, you, you know, there'll be other ways. But there's quite a bit to manage the physical form when you're doing this work. There's mm-hmm. a bit of management mm-hmm. when we're out in the world. When we're not protected by an ashram, there are a few guidelines that we need to adhere to, mm. you know, Which are? around this, around managing your energy, around, hold on a minute now, I can just be a total sponge for the whole planet. Is that really, really the wisest use of my energy? Really? Right. And there comes a point of no, of where that's not appropriate, because if there's something else moving through you. Okay. And that's what I'm inviting you to, to see, is like, when there's something else moving through you, that, that level of, independ- of individual work, the price is too high for you. Great training ground for somebody else coming along behind you. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Where invariably they'll end up processing things for other people. Mm-hmm. You know? But you'll feel, you know what, that's not appropriate anymore. Right. So it's like out to the edge of my energy field and you feel it less and less. Right, okay. Um, another thing? Yeah. Um, so I feel like my higher self, the Ractic character, does get stuck in fear of loss of existence of itself. So... And I know that you know this already. (laughs) (laughs) So there's like a a sense, um, like a feeling, I shared this with you the other day, you know that, yeah, I can come back again and do this whole thing again, but I could also choose not to come back. But the Ragda character is like you know, kind of stuck in that, oh, we need to come back, we need to help, we need to save the world, we need to, you know. Yes, she's running that groove. Yeah. yeah. But something else is seeing that it's just a groove. Yeah. Great. So, the Ragda character will believe that she has a choice, that she chooses to come back or not. And it does mm-hmm. look like that. For her, it will look like that. Mm-hmm. But but when you drop back into what is more permanent and unchanging, there's no choice. There's no choice at all. It's just doing what it's doing. It doesn't have those kind of mad ideas that, that we can choose. So that is either going to come back or not. What? Pure consciousness. It's either going to have a destiny of coming back or not. Just on itself. On its own, yeah. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So all this idea of choice <clears throat> and will I am I going to come back and am I not going to come back is a secondary thing to the to the idea that that what you said, 
she's hooked into the idea that we've got work to do and places to go and people to meet and things to achieve. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And that's just... That's all right. That's, that's the way it goes. Now, the thing is, you can't drop that idea that there's work to be done because you want to kick back. You have to see through it as a limited belief. I see, yeah, you have to okay. see through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's just a thought structure. Right. You know, we can't... Oh, I prefer not to believe that. Uh, it doesn't work. Replacing one concept for another or getting nowhere. So obviously the higher self still has those thought structures. They're still... They still consider themselves... Well, I'm, I'm mixed up with your language. What's the higher self? Yeah. The higher self... Yeah, I see. I'm confused with the language too. Uh, like when you say the ragda character, now yeah. I'm thinking like inner. No, 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 no. So the character can 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 be an expression of the inner. <laughs> well, can I tell you what I what what I learned? I think I need to unlearn this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Abraham Hicks, there's source, there's pure consciousness, and it comes forward, and then. There's like a pinching off. Like the way that you described it made a lot of sense to me. I was like, ah, oh, okay. But I think there's some gaps in my, you know, what I learned. So the, you source pinches itself off, and then there are little extensions of source, and that's what our soul is. Mm. It's like an extension of pure mm. consciousness. Mm. So what I'm saying is that extension, that individuation, if you will, still has, can be stuck in thought or concepts or beliefs. Okay. Okay. I don't think it pinches off. Um, it's, it's, it's never not pure consciousness. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's never not that. But... The thinking mind, the one that's yakety 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 yak with all its ideas and conditions, thoughts and beliefs, that overlays pure consciousness and it takes our attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we listen to that because it talks louder <coughs> if our mind has been on a walk forever, which it usually does until we discover this stuff. So, so our attention goes to that instead of our attention being dropped in where it was when we were small kids. Mm. in the simple, beautiful mm -hmm. place and mm -hmm. the free place. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. So it's this overlay of conditioning. So when we kind of drop in and drop into the stillness, we're just pulling attention away from the conditioned stuff. Mm -hmm. So flow, being in... Well, go ahead, you. You're back. You're back. Yeah, so... so The only time when it feels like you are only the Ragda character, and that that's the extension of what you are, is when the, the thoughts and beliefs have all of your attention. Then we're kind of contracted, and we're in our place of, of, of storyland, and it's all about me. Somehow the thoughts are all about me. Okay? It's all self-referencing. We've stopped listening then to the deeper part. Okay? So suffering will bring us up there. You know, it's full of suffering, actually, that place, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So, so the character is always there, is, is actually just an, ex is an expression within the whole unit, which is all that could ever manifest. The character is an intrinsic part of that. 
Which is what I was saying was the extension. Yeah. But that's not the right word. Okay. No, it's not really an extension. It's not. A, it, there is no distance that way. The, the, the whole chart is about points of perception. Awakening is for the mind. It's for the mind. Right. Right. So it's about pulling attention away from the thoughts and seeing them just as thoughts. Mm -hmm. And they mm -hmm. lose their potency. Mm -hmm. The personality is the same. The personality is there. There are things she likes, there are things she doesn't like, and it morphs as we go through life, and things change. But, but it's never less than source okay. at any moment. Mm -hmm. Because source also has created the ego. Source mm -hmm. also has created the beliefs and thoughts. Mm -hmm. Source is having that experience too. Mm -hmm. Source is the thing that's imagining that it's all about me and that I'm suffering. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's always God, source, always. There's no distance. There's no outpost of the divine. Mm -hmm. It's always all God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so we do this work in order to remember. Mm -hmm. So from New Age, New Age books that I found way back, the higher self was like this idea as if there is a halfway house between me as pure consciousness, you know, a purer part of myself, like a mechanism for listening to get direction mm -hmm. for the Jack character, mm -hmm. but from rather than pure, pure, just in the moment and what's happening. It's like the higher self was this... Um, um, yeah, mouthpiece yes. in order to give direction to my mind so that I could switch from the thoughts and beliefs to the higher self for direction. Mm -hmm. What we're doing here is like, let's kind of bypass that intermediary step and drop in. It's in charge. Mm. And we keep it real simple. There's either the ego, which is all your head and all your beliefs and all your stories, and that's being honored, or you've dropped your attention from it. It can be there, mm -hmm. but it's not in charge. Mm -hmm. And when you drop your attention, something else is moving. Mm -hmm. And we don't need it to have a, a story or it to tell us what to do. All of that language falls away. It's just much more pure. It's doing something. Mm -hmm. And the functioning mind is there to facilitate it. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. I think what really had me confused, there's a psychic that um, I talk with. Yeah. And she will channel my higher self yeah so it's like this entity yes. that exists yes as if it's outside of myself yes but even she i know this sounds totally crazy but even she will say no i am within i am in you yes I'm within you yes i'm not separate from you yes but then i can have a conversation with her yes and she'll say call on me yes but then there's two of us yes and it's like that makes that's right. So that's that. Yeah. Like therein lies the confusion because sure. So so that that work that psychic has brought the work into the dualistic framework, uh -huh. so that it's not so that it's more accessible for people. Right. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. And it, it it's it's the same reason of how we bow down to God, or more primitive than that, we bow down to the Ten Commandments, for example, or any other external deity-driven belief system. It's a similar. It's following along that model. It's a little bit more refined, but it's within that model. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's fine. 
and continue using our effort helps. But that same wisdom is within you. Right, and I can channel it. Yeah, absolutely. But again, it's like channeling. That in and of itself is separation. It is separation. So, so it's like the, the writer character currently has methods for listening to that which is very able to live through her life naturally. But for some reason, her mind is kind of entertained by the information of, of what that's about and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And if, if your mind likes that, likes a picture to be painted about where you're going or what your life is like or what it's all about, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But see it for what it is. Right. See it for what it is. It's like, yeah, my mind likes, likes to, to have a map to navigate, but that's just my mind. It actually means nothing beyond entertainment for my mind. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's fine then, because that's all it is. That's all it is. Nothing needs to change. It's like our understanding gets deeper, and we right. get wiser as to how it really is working. So we're not fooled or giving authority to anything. Mm -hmm. The authority is within you. Mm -hmm. It's you. So, so what you've been doing is finding a way to put words, put a story <coughs> on something. Mm -hmm. So where we're going is like, okay, let's let it be even simpler, so that whatever the move is is always trusted and always honoured and that your functioning mind bows down to it and that your thinking mind really is just of no interest at all. Mm -hmm. So it's like total trust. There's no entertainment for your mind. It's much simpler. It's quieter. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where this work goes, you mm -hmm. know? And I do feel like I live my life from that space. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And then just accepting if something doesn't go the way that, you know, I wanted it to go, then it's like, okay, so we're meant to be doing something else. Yes. You know, yes. so we'll just go there instead. That's right. Like, That's I right. feel... That's right. Yeah, that. mind, yeah, mind plays catch-up there. That's very normal, mind plays catch-up. Yeah. Because spirit's in charge, so mind is a bit retarded anyway. Do you know? <laughs> it's just slow, you know? It's just yes. slow. So, right. so, so when spirit is in charge, yeah, it's like... Huh, what, 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 what's going on here again? You know, you've got yeah. that kind of catch-up. Mind yeah. is catch-up. Okay. That's perfectly normal. And then if you're, like, planning or doing something, of course, then mind is ahead of the game. But mm -hmm. that's just managing in the world. Mm -hmm. But from moment-to-moment -moment movement, mind will be playing catch-up. So that's very normal. Right. Okay. So just being aware that even the concept of higher self is not real. No, it's not real. It's and just an intermediary way of yeah. giving words to what is running the show anyway. It's just entertainment. All of it, yeah. It's just entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just continue living. Yeah. Yeah. In flow. Yes, exactly, in flow. That's mm -hmm. the way. That's, that's, yeah, that's how it works for you. <coughs> yeah. 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 Okay. And so the... the Fear of losing self. Uh huh. So, is there anything that needs to be done around there? Transcend the fear. Mm. That's what. That's what always. That's about. Yeah, there's a fear of death, of annihilation, of the one I call me. But the one you call me is just a thought. It's completely and totally been created by a self-referencing mechanism mm -hmm. in your thinking pattern. Mm -hmm. There is no me. It's a product of your right. of your thought. Right. There really is no me. But the me imagines, oh my God, what will be there without me? Mm. Me without myself. <gasps> I mean, if it's not there, like in deep sleep, it doesn't miss itself because it's not there to miss itself. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. So if, if you can kind of see the futility of it, it's like, yeah, that me story, it rises up, the sense of me, the sense of individuality, it's there. 
but it's not what I am. It's right. just a component of an expression of, of what's going on here. Then it loses its potency, but what's remaining to be transcended is fear. Mm. Fear of whatever, whatever, like fear will attach to a story. So it's like extinction or not existing or, or death. Or it's got some attached to some story. If you can separate the stories, you've got a handle on fear. It's like, all right, fear. I've got to understand what fear is. Mm-hmm. What is this thing that rises up and that I'm obedient to it because I'm believing its story? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. an emotion that mm-hmm. is attached to any story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes total sense. Okay. And the way that you were describing it this morning, you were using your arms, and I was like, oh, I, can, I totally see it. Like, I can see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, I think the mind is just... <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, Can't catch what's up going on? as it does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's simpler. It's simpler than the layers you've been using, and yes. it has to be simpler. Right. Really, it's much simpler. Yeah, it's much simpler. I mean, the truth is very simple. You know. Yeah, it's, it's very simple. You know, it's got to be available to everybody, whether they can, you know, whether they just live in the woods, or, or are intellectual like us. You know. Mm-hmm. Or both, because I live in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. You see? So with Mike, also just keep plugging along. This will be my last. Um, keep plugging along, just as is, and continue. You know you got to go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. I will. Yeah, you will, yeah. A little bit. Okay. Because it's been like, uh, and then it recedes. Uh, and then it recedes. And something is it's just... It's just, it's just cooking. It's just cooking. It's like when you're pregnant and it's like, oh my God, oh my God. It's like, no, no, actually, no. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> for your first pregnancy, you know, it's just like, no, there's nothing happening actually. It's, it's a bit like that. It's like, you know, you've got to wait. It has its own time. The baby's right. going to come and the baby's going to come and you've got to bow down to that. That's a charge. Yep. And it's like that. Yep. It's okay. like, don't second guess it. It's going to make itself dead obvious. Yep. Life will make it inevitable. Yep. Until then, it's your learning ground, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you. Julie, you're welcome. You're welcome. Are you okay? Hi. Mimi, you're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Are people up for some stretching? I'm, I'm certainly available if you'd like to do some yoga. Thank you. That's yes. fine. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right. We've got yes from the woman who said she was resistant to yoga yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, folks. And I'll see you here at three. Take some solo time this afternoon. Be in nature if you can. Get out. It's a beautiful day. Stay inside. See what's going on in your mind. What crazy stories believe are happening? I don't believe any of them. <laughs> any of them. Any of them. And if they're too sticky, I want to hear about them at three o'clock. All right? Okay. Thank you.